0: I'm going to start that again. <laughs> all right, Charlie. Hello. you all right?
1: I'm okay, thank you. Not too bad. I'm knackered. I've had a hard day at work, but I'm I'm so much better for seeing your lovely face.
0: Isn't it pretty? It's no. prettier every week. Um, before we go, I've got to thank Dave for letting us use his Zoom account. Dave Chisholm, Ledge, Cheers, Geese.
1: Yes, thank you very much. And 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 thank you to Cara for the many weeks beforehand. Yes, I can't get hold of her tonight. I think she's at work.
0: Goodness me! Some people,
1: some people having to Ooh, work,
0: people. having to at work. Um, i have been listening to uh, the Human League this week, Charlie.
1: Over you, mate.
0: Mm. How's it been? <laughs> your face already. It's it's been a weird one. I've I've got to
1: be, I've got to be honest with you before you before you before you say too much. I just mm. want. I've been looking forward to this one, um, and 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 I'm not dismissing. Uh, the possibility that you've found something uh, valuable in the experience. I'm not suggesting that you're. You, I, I know you're going to say you hate it all. I'm nothing. None of that. But this, I kind of don't have any allegiance, personal allegiance to this album. Mm. I've got my opinions about it. I think it's um, for me. It kind of lands in the in the category whereby I think it's hugely important. I'm really 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 glad it exists. I enjoy it when I listen to it. I I am I'm, I'm in awe of some of it when you consider when it was made. You know, there's loads of I honestly have so many good things to say about it, but it's not something I'm going to be sad if other people don't like it. I don't Do you know what I mean? I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, of course you don't.
0: It's not one of yours that you've almost No, I'm not invested. Cuz some of these some of these albums not so much the white album or led zeppelin one but some of these albums that are a little bit niche that we hold on to and hold dear to our hearts we we treat them not like a kid not even a pet but like a favorite i mean like it's part of us and you're i can pre- take protect You're protective yeah if someone didn't like forever changes um i'd have a i'd have to either convince them otherwise it would hurt it would hurt so i think if, no i think um i think
1: no i think forever changes weirdly i don't i don't i kind of um i'm i'm kind of understanding when people don't don't dig forever changes i think it's a bit dense i think it's quite um it's uh, pet sounds if someone said they didn't like pet sounds you'd just be like what's wrong with you yeah Uh, i mean what is there not to like whereas forever changes i don't know i can kind of understand someone finding it a bit hard okay we've listened to it fourteen thousand times each so you know it's, it's 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 you almost I mean, lose perspective on that kind of thing, but I, I do genuinely think that. I remember when I first heard it, it; it wasn't immediate for me. It took me. It took me a bit of application to. Alone to,
0: again, or must have been. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. And I think the snot has caked against my pants line is the reason that my old man never really. I don't know. I think. What? Because he, he thought it was silly. I just think he couldn't get his head around the fact that that a throwaway line was used like that, and I can't. I, I get that, and. You know, for him to say no to a record might be a suggestion of where me saying no to 14 years has come from for various things. So, <laughs> you know, once you annoy us, Richard's boys, it's, it's hard to open the door again. But, big, big grudge bearers. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad that this isn't one that you've... Well, I say I'm glad. You know what? Let's just get into it. All
1: right. just, just I'm kind of it. excited because I'm getting a vibe off you that you're not just going to say you want to kill yourself after listening to it.
0: Well... Let's get. Through. I want to read the notes as I've written them. Now, I heard this. Just hold
1: on, hold on. Let's start, let's start, let's just clear up what we're listening to. We're listening to. Uh, well, this week, Sam's homework was to listen to "Dare" by The Human League from 1982.
0: I don't know why I'm I, asking you. You haven't got a clue. That's me. No, I would have thought right in the filth of the 80s definitely the filth of the 80s the thing is about my preconception
1: 1981 it's a third album the third album by human league but it was the first one you you asked me at the end of last week's show you asked me about the the setup of the band didn't you i did yeah i i wondered what and
0: i've got even more questions should we
1: wait till the questions come up then
0: yeah I, right. think we, I think we need to get into it because that might take um, the questions down a certain uh Sure
1: thing, man. Area. And, and, and as we've said before, we have no remit. We're just talking nonsense for an hour. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we don't cover all the important points, all the better, as yep. far as I'm concerned.
0: And very little fact will be um, spoken in this podcast.
1: O- almost zero.
0: Almost zero. If, we, if we're
1: doing our job correctly.
0: <laughs> okay, track one the things that dreams are made of. Right. So the first thing I wrote down was, God, the second it started, because I could just tell it was my fear of being too electronic. And then I've put, the bridge is good. The chorus is good. I don't hate this. I should hate this. Why don't I hate this? I like his voice. This is a good song. It's a shame there's no real instruments within five miles. This is a good song. Norman Wisdom, lol, and, and that's it. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was so confused at the end of track one because I was all set to have uh, an ABC part two. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, that has, that was a proper song. Yeah. And and then that leads me on to some questions later. How does he write songs? <laughs> leads you on to some late questions later. What's happened? Yeah, like literally, <laughs> what's what's going on here? I think what what you've possibly done, and I come onto it later, is you might have. Diluted me, which I guess is the whole point of this podcast is to kick some sense into me and allow my ears to become a little bit more um appreciative of other ideas and way the way things go That was your goal I think in episode one was just to try and turn me into a normal human I it guess was, all it, I, I think I think I've said it before, but just to clarify i've never 've never set out
1: with the intention to do something it's more about exploring. Possibilities. It's quite. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's more kind of like this is
0: interesting. I wonder if, as opposed to I want to. Okay, and I think that the the um, the exposure I'm getting to, it's like someone who's not into food really, and then Philip. tries loads of foods and then end up liking food. Yeah. <laughs> or this is just a well written song, and I'm just as obstinate as I've always have been, but this is an exception. So I then, think I think that the two can coexist. Mm, and and I think so on that first song that first song threw me to the point where I'm thinking this is alright so then I got into the second song Open Your Heart and I've put oh at least they're sort of drums I love the melody I like the holding bass note which we've spoken about many times it's a bit tomorrow's world like the thing like it just felt tomorrow's worldy whatever that means I like the flute line it's obviously not a flute but it's like a flute line. Mm-hmm. And then I've put in capital letters, what is happening? <laughs> I'm, I, it's all right. I've put, I love the verse chords, nice backing vocals, really cool middle eight. I like the lyrics. What has Charlie done to me? <laughs> but it sounds like Pac-Man right at the end. <laughs> now, if anyone listens to these podcasts and listens to the songs, there's a bit with like 15 seconds to go where it sounds like when, you know, when Pac-Man eats the tablet and they all turn blue and you can eat them yeah <laughs> and it does that and if it hadn't done that it would have been it would have been quality <laughs> anyway those first two songs um I, I mean you know it's, it's not i want to be adored into uh, she bangs the drums but they're two all right songs yeah it's not how i'd want it to be it's not they're not real instruments like i said in the first song there's no real instrumentation i don't think
1: there's i don't i don't think there's a single real instrument on this entire no. album
0: Almost well. I come on to. I've got a theory as to why. Um, Anyway, so I'm now really.
1: Oh, and also, I can't believe you've got. You've you've done things to me as well. I just said that there's no real instruments on this on this album. It's a terrible term. It's a terrible way of putting it. This album is almost entirely
0: synthesised. Yeah, no real instruments. (laughs) Just a synthesiser that's recorded all of the instruments, and someone who can't play any of the instruments is pressing buttons to make. let's,
1: Let's 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 compromise and say that there's no. Real yeah. instruments.
0: Yeah. That's good for radio using your fingers. Nice one. <laughs> um track three, the sound of the crowd. At last, a shit song. Um, it sounds like Henry's Cat, I've put, you know, like, no, it's that's,
1: like that's a rhubarb and custard.
0: Oh uh, rhubarb and custard then, yeah. It sounds it sounds like that. And unfortunately Henry's it,
1: Henry's cat is absolutely class tune.
0: Can you hum it please?
1: Um Well, you must have seen the movies. You must have read the book, he's a mellow yellow feline, so take a second look, he oh, knows okay. everything about nothing, oh, you and not so though. much about <laughs> that, <laughs> but if you know somebody who knows what he knows, then you must know Henry's he's cat. <laughs>
0: okay, so I was thinking of rhubarb and Custard. <laughs> While we're on the subject, the theme tune to Super Ted is yeah. an absolute tune.
1: It is a tune, yeah. You're, you're not it's like wrong. A proper tune. It's
0: like a proper tune. It's like a space disco tune. And it's probably Wilderness Years, but it's got that almost... I don't know. Like... Well,
1: you've spoiled the ending of this show because
0: that was... <laughs> is... <laughs> that next week's album. <laughs> Theme yeah. tunes from the 80s. Um, yeah, Rhubarb and Custard. Uh, the chorus is good. Okay. The low octave is weird. Old God, pan Pipes the chorus deserved better I thought the chorus he can write a song if it's a he I'm assuming it's the main man who writes the song whose voice I really like by the way Mm. we don't need to go into him yet we can can, uh, talk about him later on but the chorus deserved better than that it almost felt oh, I've got this really cool chorus, let's write a song around it. And we've all done that. We've all had a great idea and tried to bolt stuff onto it. It hasn't necessarily come organic. And I think that's what's happened there. <clears throat> and it didn't really, it just deserved better. But at last, it was a song that I can kind of <laughs> think, get some realism from and my expectations, which weren't fantastic, obviously, from my own inability to research or have an open mind in the years I've been growing up. But I, I... I just was blown away by the first two songs. Not, again, they're not um, fantastic songs probably on their own right, but to not expect anything good and then to get those two tunes first up, I was well surprised. So track three was a little bit of a trough. Darkness, track four, Darkness, Mm -hmm. terrible start. But then that was about it. Quite like it when it kicks in, I love a major to minor. Mm. Now, um, a major to minor is just a chord that, that literally goes from a happy sort of chord to a saddy sort of chord um, do you mean
1: the same chord or do you
0: like yeah so it's, it's a, the a major minor. a major to a minor so yeah. what happens is you've got the a and the e that stay the same but the c sharp falls yeah. down to a c i mean love did it radiohead did it the beatles did it. everyone's probably done it once but it's just i, I think it's I've brilliant it. yeah sfa have done it loads of people have done it and, and, I've, and, and when it's done properly i'll tell you who did it really well i think i think they did it and I probably won't look cool saying this, but I think Coldplay did it really well on one of their first albums, either first or second album. The only two albums that are really good, really. Um, I think it was the second album. They've got a song that's really good with it. Um, uh, where has it gone? Where have we gone? Major, love, Love, Major to Minor. There's a cool time thing here, too. Yeah? Signature, so, uh, I think it's Seven Bars. So, technically, it's still 4 4 common yeah. time, but they only play seven bars of it. Yeah. And then they play eight bars the next time. And it kind of just throws you off. And Yeah. And that's what is interesting about these little intricacies within music. Just something that c- can irritate someone on the dance floor, but can just kind of keep your ears. Well, it only, it only irritates you on the dance floor until you know it. And
1: then it's your little trick that you know when it's going to come in. Yeah. And you look around and make sure people notice it. Yeah. If you, I hear you if, there.
0: If you're wearing your purple flares, <laughs> says the guy, is that a tank top you're wearing currently? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I miss my
0: purple flares. I'll bet i tell you what, I wouldn't get one leg into them now. <laughs> one leg. Um, uh, let's have a little look. This is okay. The bass is grotty in a good way. It's got that real sort of grotty mixed yeah. up bass. Yeah. The bridge has a nice build. This is a good song. What a shame they were in the 80s. Now, I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to find some really good songs in here. And, and the production is just... Now you're going to say the opposite, but it's spoiling it. It's, it what what a shame! And you'll say no, no, no. It's all part of it, and you wouldn't survive without it. But I, I, I I'm not going to. I think that
1: a, a band like this, when they were writing these tunes, I think that there was a desire to uh, to write songs that would would um, survive on an acoustic guitar. I think that that was a, that was a, a part of their mission when they set out to do this particular album. They didn't want it to be uh, songs built around a sound, you know, on a keyboard. They wanted there to be strong songs, uh, you know, that that would stand any kind of uh, delivery, any any medium. However, you are right. I think that it, I think that it stands on the production. I think that the reason this album has uh, has stood the test of time. Has um, aged. <sighs> aged well is a, is a weird way of putting it because if it, some, when when I say something's aged well, it usually means that it either doesn't sound of its time or it just sounds fresh and good years later. And I don't think that that's the case with this. I think this does sound like it was made when it was made. I think it sounds a little bit naive, a bit a bit childish even. Um, but it's but it's also well, brave! It is. It's taking some massive chances. Um, at, at the time, this this wasn't this sound was um, was reserved for sort of nerdy uh, people who stared at their feet and didn't want the limelight. You know, this was kind of a a serious concern. You know, it was like if if you were into synthesizer music, you were really earnest and you you know you really cared about your art and you did you didn't want people. You didn't want um, silly girls at the disco into your music. You were craftwork, yeah, yeah. Well, sort of, but craftwork. You know, craftwork. Craftwork are a bit bit of an anomaly. They, you know, they they weren't um, snobbish about it. But you would get bands, particularly, I think, in England, you'd get bands that that were snobs about it. You know, they thought we're too good for the for the dance floor, or or, and, and then you had a band like this that came along. Absolutely smashed the shit out of the dance floor. This this album, and, and you know we're going to come to the big big the big singles later. But you know that was part of it. That you know they wanted to they wanted it to be dark. They wanted it to be. They actually the funny funny thing they had this um, system for a little while where they would have red songs and blue songs. So it was color coded on 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 record art. And I don't know which right which way around it was, but one of them was sort of serious. Uh, sort of arty, dark songs, and the other one was just all out pop songs I think the, the, the description was something like one of them was listened to, one of them are for people who like craftwork, and one of them is for people who like ABBA, something like that. Do you know what I mean? Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a funny little, little,
1: <coughs> yeah, con- yeah. little. Um, I wonder
0: if that's where the Matrix got the idea from.
1: Quite possibly. Quite possibly, mate. I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to jump into something I've written down for a song or two later because it, it works well with what we're saying. Yeah. I've put obviously tongue in cheek. Was the guy bullied by real instruments, and is and and is that why he's refusing to put anything organic into this? But is there is there a did they come from a place where they were getting no success? No, is it it a joke or is it a head tilt? No, no. This is
1: this is fundamental to you. um, (laughs) Cracking the nut of the wilderness years. It, it, It was such an a brave, adventurous, new um, time that we haven't known the likes of since. There's not been any technological breakthroughs that has informed uh, the recording of music since this time, really. It's only been refining. I suppose home recording, you could argue, is a massive revolution in, in, in you know technology. But in terms of the sounds that you could suddenly come up with and come out with, why on earth would you be playing a Honor bass and a Fender Strat and 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 ginormous drums that every bastard for the past thirty years has already played? Why would you do that when you've got this brand spanking tens of thousands of pounds keyboard that creates these sounds from the future? It's it's, it's mental. You never, you know, the the absolute losers were playing guitars and drums and basses. You know the people. The, the, the cool people were were using these, hundred percent. It's it's abs- It was absolutely. I I can only imagine how exciting it must have been at the time, to hear this for the first time, and it be the first time, that you've heard such, fu- at the time futuristic uh, 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 instrumentation
0: married to such strong pop tunes. I think that's a very grown up opinion. <laughs> And for you, if, if when you're forty years in the future, yeah, like we are today, yeah, it. I don't know whether there needs to be a disclaimer on on there that says, "Don't forget, it was new and but I uh, think, novelty." But, uh, but I think
1: that the, I think that, and, and I'm. I don't want to have a go at you, but this—that's kind of the point—is that you know, music lovers who don't dismiss 14 years of the 80s yeah. generally understand that that was the case and that
0: you know you, let them off
1: you, it's not letting them off it's just informs your it informs the way you're listening to something it, it, it you know it kind of it, i suppose it's like you know when you're in the you're in the uh, opticians and you, well not anymore but when we used to go to the opticians and they used to, you, they put a pair of glasses on you and then they drop in lenses like that they drop in different why are you shaking your head you're the same age I've as got, me
0: i've got 2020 vision i've never been to the opticians <laughs> in, i've got no it, idea what you're talking about is,
1: maybe that's why you're hearing so fucking awful
0: <laughs> well like like um uh, like i don't need to like the opposite of yeah uh, yeah of stevie uh, wonder
1: yeah because as we know <laughs> stevie wonder's yeah, but I've always said, an I incredible always said sense wonder, of
0: smell he wouldn't be half as good if he could see <laughs>
1: tell me i'm wrong i' don't, I'm not going into that conversation, okay. but I do think that there is certainly uh there there is it's proven that people yeah. without one uh faculty other faculties are stronger, and in this case because you've got such good eyesight <laughs> if, hearing shit. yeah um uh
0: what was i saying yeah uh I hear what no i i interrupted and said that's a grown up opinion and and it is, but i i don't know. I don't know if you've got, unless you're a music critic or unless you're a DJ, a bit like you are, I don't know if I've got time in my life to start looking through disclaimers and saying, oh, that was recorded then. When, when you're so in love with the sound of the drums on Led Zeppelin 1 or the fantastic bass lines, that, that those bass lines were being played on, like I don't know, Dusty Springfield records, all, all of that sort of era stuff, and then you get this awful, awful... Production in my mind, it it harms the song. And again, I'm going to jump forward to a note that I've written. I, I know I mentioned earlier. What would this album sound like if it was recorded in 1967? And to the point where I might learn a few of these songs and yeah. just rec- like I know I, I, I haven't got time to do a thing. But if I could record it just on GarageBand, just a few of the tunes and take take the meat out of the songs. They're proper, so far, for the ones I've read out, they are some proper songs on this record. More so than ABC. But you
1: shouldn't be surprised at that. No, but what I'm
0: saying is... I know. And it is a fascinating
1: concept. And it's the sort of thing that has been, people have thought about for years, has not it? Like the, the idea of taking, uh, taking the songs completely out of context and doing something, uh, applying a
0: different set of rules to yeah. it. Yeah. But no one's got time for that shit. Um, so that was that was Mel point, saying what a shame they were in the '80s. That was darkness, which turned into a turned into a triumphant um, tune. Uh, track five, "Do or Die," um, electro reggae. Yes, was my uh, <laughs> was my sarcastic initial comment. It's like they got one of those key rings with the grenade and ray gun on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember I, them? I haven't thought about them for years. Nor have I. But in the background, it's this thing gang. And then all of a sudden you hear, and it just sounded like you had one of those key rings. And a bit like you've said, Wow, this new synthesizer's come out. It's like literally one of those gone and goes, Guys, you never guess what I've just got. What have you got, um Daryl? I don't know their names. Oh, I've just got this key ring. Go on, this is a bit weird. But listen to this oh my god this Martin let's use that in the uh, in, in the song yeah, brilliant idea that's what it sounds like to me one of those cheap key rings that's got six different coloured buttons on can you think of the other noises so there was definitely a grenade and a ray gun I mean if I, oh, I'd love people to sort of comment on our instagram which is the wilderness years by the way for the six listeners um that we have if you could go to the wilderness years and write on there the other noises that those key rings made i'd be fascinated to know please that'd be fantastic i don't know what the instagram thing is though it's not just the wilderness years it's got no loads, it's, it's got loads of underscores and stuff yeah uh, uh so it's like the underscore wilderness underscore years <laughs> i don't
1: know wait there i'll have a look 'Cause this is good well, this then, is good this is good content.
0: <laughs> this is really good content we're talking about. A key ring from the eighties. They might even be from the nineties, actually. It's yeah, it no, you got 90s. it right, mate.
1: I'm quite impressed with you. D the underscore wilderness underscore years underscore.
0: Brilliant. If you could go to that Instagram it's, it's
1: snappy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, really snappy. Follow it, um, and then go on to the picture that talks about I mean we're gonna put a picture can we put a picture of this keyring up, Charlie? I'm sure we we'll can find, find one. one. Um and then and and then um comment on what you think the other noises are. Um did It's we, gotta be a it's gotta be a siren. Did we digress, Charlie? <laughs> I I know, I, don't, I, know this. I, I can't even remember what album we're talking about. Um I've put yeah, not into this. I still like his voice, but it's a poor song. Total filler, and I hated the solos. They've they used loads of weird instruments. They, they're really playing on that synth um, that you spoke about earlier. I didn't this, dig that This song. is do or die, yeah. Yeah, you've got to admit it's their worst song on the album. Uh, carry on. Okay, get Carter. Now I've put in there. I don't mind an interlude to be honest, but this is quite Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and then I'm thinking. Bearing in mind, I love SFA. And they've got a few interludes on some of their songs. And I love, obviously, Pet Sounds, which you won't say is an interlude, I know, because it exceeds probably the duration that defines an interlude. It's more of an instrumental track. But um, do you see the point of interludes? Would you have one on a record that you made? What do you think they bring to the table? Um, yeah,
1: I would. But I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't list it in the track listing. Okay. It, would just, it would just be at the end of a song. Maybe- and is it anything to do with the film? Yeah, it's the theme from the film. Do you not recognise it? No, I've yeah,
0: just listened
1: out the, to it. If you had a bass under it going, doom, dum, dum, doom, dum, dum. that's what right. that is it? What's the no, bass line?
0: Sh- that sounds good though. I like that. <laughs> that's a really good. That's a really good uh, bass mouth. If okay. you, uh,
1: yeah, no, no, it's it, it is the theme. I, to be honest, it, it annoys me. I just, it's, it hurts my ears when I'm listening on earphones,
0: and it's I don't see the point in it. It was a bit Close Encounters, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, just a bit silly, really. I just didn't... a bit silly. I'll put meh, because... I would,
1: and again, I think, do you know what? I think I'm probably more annoyed because it's a listed track. If yeah. it wasn't a listed track, and, it, you know, the album was nine songs, and that was just a secret thing. Well, not
0: secret, but it was just... Well, Granddaddy do quite a lot of these things, but they have them at the end of their yeah, exactly. actual song. Yeah. So you have a little space for, like, five or six seconds, and something else kicks in. And then the song ends, so it's almost at the end of um, a, a track-listed song, but not a separate track list.
1: Maybe it was... Uh, was that
0: Bertie? Oh, yeah. Did that come through? Yeah. He's having a bark or something. He's having a bath. Um, <laughs> so having a bath. <laughs> oh, he hates baths. Um, track seven, I Am The Law. Um, didn't expect this album to be so arty. Yeah. Um, and I think what I mean by that is... Obviously, they've got, like, one hit, the the most famous hit. And I guess not ever having to analyse that particular song, it just feels like a Radio 2 song. And I probably haven't given that the credence it deserved. I didn't expect it to be... Part of this body of work. Yeah, and and that's probably not giving enough... uh value to that particular song which we'll come on to but i just i just didn't expect them to be quite as deep as this and i thought this was quite an arty song yeah it's It's not it's a bit mad isn't it yeah it's not much of a song i put i mean it's not much of a song but it's a piece of art this song i like the low bass i can't slag this off because he's trying really hard i I like i like it i really like it i don't know if it's a it's it's like that like respect for someone trying to do what he's doing. You used the word brave earlier and I think this song in particular and we use vulnerable for a vocal that um was on the previous album. Um uh, was it last the last episode? I'm pretty yeah, sure. It was. Mark, Mark Hollis. Yeah. And again here there's different ways to expose yourself. Um that didn't sound right. There's there's <laughs> different ways to
1: <laughs> well, I mean essentially there is different are, ways.
0: Yeah, I'm just stating fact there. Um to to put yourself out there and be brave and vulnerable You can either do with a with a solo vocal like he did last week, or this is another way to do it with a kind of um, really sort of like uh, arty piece of work on a pop album. And I and I didn't love that.
1: That's the key. That last sentence you said, um, something that is uh, sort of uh, uh, high-reaching. That you know, that something that is that is trying to do something different, but Mm. in in amongst real pop that's that that mm. for me is why this album um has sustained a a place in people's um people people take it people have taken it seriously throughout the ages throughout the decades mm. since um and i think that it's because of that marriage of art and pop and executing it really well because it's not like okay. um you said that you weren't expecting that uh, i am the law Song you, you said that you weren't expecting that tune. Um, however, after listening to the whole album and having listened to the whole album several times, did you did you come to the conclusion that it belonged and that it it wasn't just stuck in for the sake of it? That it did because this is this is that's the crux of my yeah. argument about why it, why the albums lasted because it's it is cohesive even though it's a it's it's a very different human league to. To the, you know, to the pop stuff. But, it's still, yeah, it's, it, but it sounds right. It sounds like it's the same, you know, it sounds like it's the same band. Yeah, I didn't do
0: my notes um, initially uh, this, this week. Not not out of any tactic. It's just I was uh, driving for the first couple of lessons. So when I put on there, I didn't expect the sound to be so arty. It wasn't a case of I didn't expect this song to jump out at me. Um, and it suits it fine. To be honest with you, I I felt it sat better than the the one I slagged, the the reggae electro one I slagged off earlier, mm. um, or and it's a little bit again it's a little bit labyrinth and a little bit kind of not spoken word but a little bit dramatic. But for me, it's got a, it, it stands it stands up better than the stuff on the previous records that had similar things, in my opinion. So yeah, uh, like I said, it' wasn't a song that I can I would ever pick to listen again, but I can't slag it off because he's just trying so hard. So, I don't know, not, and and that sounds patronising, but I just think it's a vulnerable piece of art that needs to hold its, and you need to tilt your head to it. If that yeah, makes sense.
1: and and I think I think ultimately you're to to a through a weaker lens, you're saying the same as me. You're saying that it's not something that you. Uh,
0: necessary. But, yeah. I know what you're trying to say like the, the Kate Bush thing for example I didn't really dig it but I couldn't completely throw it in I couldn't keep it in the pot that is the 101 of the wilderness years because it's a piece of art and, it, and I can kind of respect it and it holds its own even within the current circumstances
1: yeah but- I think I think that if you I think you can listen to an album and appreciate it and respect it and be impressed by it and rate it without necessarily loving it or even enjoying it, you know. You could, you can, you can. I'm. I've listened to. I've listened to music before that I've thought, okay, this is incredible. But I'm fucked if I'm going to listen to it again. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really not enjoying it. But you. But you can. You can.
0: That's under- harder for me to do than you. Like, I'm not as uh well rounded as that. I've obviously got some issues to with, with the whole point of my um ethos on this podcast, but um I, I just normally discard it in an arrogant, rude way. But um like I did like the Prince album, he embarrassed himself there, I'll say it again. <laughs> so that's a different thing. And when I can ridicule when ridicule's deserved, but I don't think it's deserved in, in this place. Um, we move on to seconds. Very 80 string noise. I don't hate this but it's a bit much now with all the fake instruments it's like he got picked on by real instruments and then he refused to use them is this song about a murder it's a bit repetitive is it about a murder yeah I think it's uh, Lee Harvey Oswald oh okay about JFK
1: I think I think I'm right in saying that um yeah the instruments thing I think that there might be a day one day when you'll not hear them so... Hmm. You hear them in a way that is just... You can't... Offensive. Well, not yeah, not offensive. It's just it, it, preve, it prevents you from enjoying what's happening because yes. you're preoccupied with this idea. Not preoccupied with this idea. You're preoccupied with the sound of the instruments because you have this concept that
0: it, it synthesizes are bad. Well, not bad. You just don't enjoy them, do you? That's it. I think the song's got to be, unfortunately, a nine out of ten song to break through the barrier of my stubbornness. Mm. um i uh, the one and two track have got the same amount of fake instruments on them maybe it's their placing maybe it's their placing on the record that they get away with it we're on to track eight now and i've had enough of it and just want to hear a bloody <laughs> acoustic play wonder again you know what i mean it's like I would, I said a few I weeks would, ago
1: i would i would i would say that i m- my some of my favorite music is the blend of acoustic and electronic um you know with uh with a you know an electric bass guitar but alongside a, an analog synth um possibly with a drum machine and then live percussion you know i, li- I like the mix of everything yeah, yeah and i can i can i can sympathize to a degree i'm pretty sure that if i listened to uh this and a, and a bunch of other bands of the, of its ilk for too long i'd be thinking all right you know i could i could do listening to um the second well, coming by the Stan roses. Yeah, we
0: went to um, we, we went to America, didn't we? Um, quite a few years ago, and we stayed with a, f- a friend, and he was so into uh, how would you describe the music that he played? He he called it mellow gold. Okay, can you can you explain it to the listeners? A
1: uh, horse with no name by America. Uh, that that um, summer breeze by Seals and Craft. It was all kind of,
0: but it, it was also some sort of jazzy stuff. It, it almost. Yeah. And it, and it, it got to the point where you just wanted to hear like A, a bit acidy. yeah. It was great, but it felt it, it was just intense for a night after night after night after night. And you just wanted to hear a teenage fan club song or just something that just <laughs> ocean colours, Colise- ocean yeah, colours. exactly. You just wanted to hear a pop guitar song <laughs> so bad. And you can get that with this electronic. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say you're. you're and,
0: and the record pays for that. so The later the track. Unless it is a blinder which um, can break through that barrier, like I've mentioned, I think it's going to stick in my throat a little bit and, and be a difficult one to get through. And that was that was seconds. Um, love action. Um, oh, but by the way, let me go back to something that you mentioned mm-hmm. there. Did you go back and listen to those acoustic guitars on that record?
1: Yeah, I did. I don't mind them. I don't think. I don't think that. I don't think they sound bad. I think that they. Whether or whether or not Do you know what I mean. Yeah, a little bit, but I don't, but but then I don't have such a. a, a, I don't have an, I don't have as narrow a window for what is right as you do. Hmm. Um, And, and, and I will, I will, I'll, I'll admit that it's not perhaps how I would want my acoustic guitar sounding on a record that I was making. I'll concede that, but I didn't think it sounded badly on his. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I didn't. I didn't think they were. I didn't think they were really shitty, and and, and I hadn't missed. And that you I'd didn't think
0: it. it was a session musician perfectly sort of sat there and playing it to the note and not being. Sort of, I'm okay with someone being really good at their instrument.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. I only say that because I'm because otherwise you know I like myself and I like the I like yeah. the. <laughs> Why
0: are you laughing? That, for, for those that don't know, Charlie <laughs> Waddington is the uh, sixth best guitar player. In the South Shore Alternative Choir, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, I don't know. I just thought that um, you might have come back and said, "Yeah, they were a bit overproduced." No, I didn't perfect. mind. Didn't mind them. They they were
1: of the time. They suited the record. They suited the sound. It was. They literally suited the production of that record. The 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 space and the style. And if they had been
0: different, I don't know that it would have worked. Cool. Okay. On to Love Action. Um, at the start of this. I can hear the super for animals in that weird noise. Sure. I think I think it's Herman loves Pauling. Like after this That doesn't that doesn't surprise me at all. It's it's not an instrument, it's like a Yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. I think that, sorry, can you know. do that can you do that again? You'll you'll hear it. if anyone is listening to the record, listen to I Lover. think that was
1: another one of the sounds from that key ring.
0: <laughs> yeah, that might have been it. Um oh, I'd love like, I'd love to get one of those key rings. Love to get some for the kids. I've put nice melody on the piano thing, which isn't a piano, I know, but on the piano thing. Good lyrics. Um, is a love action like a signature move? <laughs> what, like a hip thrust? <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to say, Charlie, what's your signature move? I mean, that's a... <laughs> Don't do that on the screen. Um, I just wonder, I wonder if love action, is it as simple as that? Is it like a, you know...
1: I, right. No, I, I think, I, I don't know if you're going to take it literally, it's, I'm, I, isn't it, I want your love action?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think that he's saying he wants to get jiggy. As <laughs>
0: well, Swift, <laughs> 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 you're Brilliant. You've gone to one of the real sort of uh, Casanovas of the world there to get the technical term for it. Just to get jiggy. Okay. Um, can you enjoy this in a club? It felt like. Is that was, you
1: asking me, or is it a rhetorical question? Mm,
0: rhetorical, probably, because I can't imagine you'd enjoy this, Nicola. Cl- it just. Felt I would, like, man. No, I don't think this is a, a song that you can get your rocks off on. This
1: is a big single. This is no, it this. Wasn't. If you, mate, if you drop this in a in a open-minded set, so if you're, I mean, obviously, if you're at a hip-hop night and you drop this, you'd probably get some funny looks. But if you were playing a kind of broad uh DJs. A wedding? yeah of course a wedding but that's you know that's not so much is it a wedding you can drop come on eileen and people will lose their shit um but if you were to play this in a in a in a bar in a in a pub club it sounds weird saying pub because you kind of put in mind of an old man's pub and people with flat caps but
0: a trendy safsy charlie waddington djing pub
1: I don't think I ever dropped this I don't think I ever played this but you could I think that you know I think it would work better up in London I think you'd probably get some snobby looks down there but you know it's a a banger this tune it's a great tune
0: I've put it's got a nice left hand at the end good bass notes on this album in fact Um, are they piano written songs? Uh, I reckon so yeah, they've got to be like some of the left-hand stuffs. Really, it's it's absolutely an assumption. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't
1: know is the answer. But I I'm okay. I'm thinking that at this at this point at this juncture, the this setup this group would I think they're primarily writing on keyboards. Yeah,
0: it was um I again again left-hand. probably
1: not pr- probably not piano but um.
0: Keyboards. Well, you don't think there's any organic writing to this even, like no, why would they? in house? Why would
1: they? They're well stoked that they got their toys and their using them all the time
0: because okay i'm going to jump ship quickly um what are the credits on this the songwriting credits it's a mix it, uh, so fit, it's not one fi- one song no
1: phil Oakey is the the singer he's the kind of uh he's a darts player isn't he um no, boxer i don't know who i'm thinking of well there's yockey at darts
0: yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's. I think it's Phil. A, the, Phil the
1: Power Taylor was a darts player. Maybe you're confusing I'm him. I've just,
0: I have just confused <laughs> dart words, haven't I? There's Phil and there's Oki, and I've gone, oh, darts, darts, darts. I'm playing mallets, mallet on my own. <laughs> Basically, that's what I'm doing. Uh, he might play darts. I, I mean, reckon he's played. He's darts. from. He's from Sheffield. So... Oh, they all play bloody darts. Yeah. They mine metal and they play darts in yeah. Sheffield, and that's it. I think. Um, I don't get out much. Um, but no, I imagine. So he, has he got he, the credits on most. He,
1: he is, he's on most of the songs as uh, credited as songwriter, uh, and then all the other tunes are. Or sorry, all, all the tunes kind of have one or two of the other members of the band. Pa- just just for a little bit of background on on the Human League, they um, they started out, I think it was '78, and it, it was it, 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 no one in the Human League when they blew up was a founder member it was fa- it was founded by a couple of guys Martin Ware and what was the other dude's name hold on this is good it's good preparation good, good radio um, Ian Craig Marsh um, they started Human League I think they had a couple of different names beforehand but then they they tried to get a um, they wanted a lead singer and the dude that they were after they couldn't he he, couldn't, he didn't want he didn't want to do it he couldn't do it so they got Phil Oakey in um, and he, so then they did a couple of albums, and Phil Oakey was kind of pulling in the, they're really they're like Bunker's kind of arty avant-garde uh, electronic albums. Um, Phil Oakey was pulling more towards this concept that I was talking about earlier, where it was a bit more pop orientated, wanting to sell, <laughs> wanting to sell records, heaven forbid. Um, and wanting to appeal to, to a broader audience and the, and the other two guys were like no nah, we want to do sensible music and serious music and we don't care if anyone listens to it I mean they went on to make Heaven 17 who were also quite a big pop band so it was a load of bollocks in the end but maybe they just didn't get on but anyway so yeah they left Phil like carried on as Human League uh, and was being pushed by the record label and suddenly sort of was faced with having to produce a record and put together another band because he was left on his, on his tod. So he got in um, a couple of uh, keyboardists uh, and he approached these two girls in a club. Sounds a bit dodgy. Two
0: keyboardists. Yeah, there was, I mean, that's where the problem is. You don't need two keyboard. I think
1: there was four at one point. It's just,
0: it's, I mean, uh, this, I mean, Radiohead have got three guitar players on some songs. I, I think that's too much. Sometimes you shouldn't need two keyboard players in my opinion
1: what about the fact sorry,
0: I've got two sets. Charlie's getting a beer, by the way.
1: What about the fact that um, if you've got as we've as we've said, all the instruments on this uh, record are
0: <laughs> keyboards, so That's true, yeah. Although Garth Hudson and Richard Manuel, one piano, one organ. Should I shut up actually? I might shut up.
1: Well the thing is I, I, I'm gonna risk I'm gonna run the risk of upsetting
0: you, but Garth Don't Hudson Garth Hudson, he didn't half play some shit. He did but he was a. I think he might have been like a mad professor kind of guy. Yeah, and, and
1: that's not always. That doesn't always come, <laughs> come
0: up. with good. It's not always what you want in your band. No, I know. I think he. I think when you listen to some of the first, on the first two albums, where there wasn't that much. Shit, it's sort of good. It, I, I, it's, I, it's revolutionary. Some of the what, what they call that thing. Um, oh, what
1: you're saying that we should give it. Uh, you know, we should give it credit because no, it's no, revolutionary no, no, no. and it's new no, and it's interesting. The, the, no, Is that no, no, what you said, Sam?
0: No, it's almost older. You know, the band—they almost go back in time. I think not the Jews' harp. What's the thing called? The kind of back um, in
1: back in time was Huey Lewis and the News.
0: Okay, let's move. <laughs> let's move away. Although I bring the band up in a minute, so let's talk about them in a minute. It's not like you to bring up a '60s band. One of the greatest ones. Shall I move on to this last song? Please do. Don't you want me? Have put oh this one. I've put it's too famous I've put this has cost them my respect up, respect up to now that's a shame for them really like this is the reason why I've probably not bothered with the Human League and I doubt they're there going oh god if we hadn't released that record Sam might have got into us earlier I doubt that's like their main concern I and think they probably I, th- a few I think
1: also it. this song is the reason that they weren't uh, up on a roof sanding fibreglass <laughs> uh, in North End today so you know swings and roundabouts
0: (laughs) yeah no, it's made them some money um are they a one hit wonder question mark now hang on i'll tell you what let's hold that for a second okay um it is a tune though this it's a proper chorus i've never liked a shared sex vocal (laughs) apart from the exception of kurt vile and courtney barnett which was quite a recent thing I'm not. I like girl, girl vocals. I love. I love some girl bands. Obviously, I love a load of bloke bands as well. I've never been banging to the dual female vocal. I don't like that. What song about the Poke song? I don't like that.
1: What about Elton John and Kiki D?
0: No, not 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 on my. Uh, <laughs> don't go. I mean, don't go breaking my heart. I won't, Charlie. But I, <laughs> I won't. Uh, the Cher and Bonnet. I don't like i don't like them and this is an example of that now i understand a bit like the poke song you've got a conversation going um uh, with regards to to two sides of the story so i kind of understand the necessity of it but it's not it's not a good thing for me i prefer it when the the bloke or the girl sings both parts um apart from Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett, and everyone should check out a whole lot of Sea Lice, an album by by them. It's absolutely fucking fantastic. Um, I've put if this album was recorded in 1967, it would be class. I might re-record it. I love the space in the line of the chorus on the mm-hmm. so the the, the chorus. No, you me, babe. But the line is like, it's like loads of. It feels like there's a lot of space in there, and yeah. it's not just pop popping on the one each time. Yeah, um, it's a proper pop song. It's, it's a shame Radio Two have just fucked it for everyone, have not they? I
1: know. I've, I've, I've got a, uh, inevitably, I've got a similar experience with this song and a similar kind of relationship. Whereby I do like it when I hear it because, uh, because of its undeniable strength as a pop song, which is the reason it is such a huge hit. You know that those things are, are, are intrinsically linked. They're not. You know, you don't have one without the other. Um, however, for the purposes of this. You know this this exercise. I had to listen to it uh, a couple of times, and I had to try and pull myself out of the place I normally am when I'm hearing this song, and to actually dissect it. And it is it's unbelievable. It's it's a brilliantly um, crafted song. Yeah. The vocals are fantastic. The deadpan delivery of both of the singers is is wonderful. It's it's brilliantly executed and uh and yeah i i and I think, do you know what it's actually at the end of the album, because Phil Oakey thought it was um like didn't think it was very good, he just thought it was a substandard song. I, was, I always wonder if these kind of stories are apocryphal that's got to be bollocks this well, no, hold on, so hold well on, written yeah, with the hold troughs
0: on. and the bridges and the cadences that lead into they build I know I agree I agree but, chord.
1: but it was it was put at the end of the album because he was rejecting the record company suggesting it was a single they ended up insisting and it came out a single and then was you know it's just insane I think it was like the twenty. I think it's the 25th highest selling single probably in the it's got to be in the UK that, I don't think that that's it might be, they break might be international. yeah with, the, with that tune they did um, with a couple of songs they had success in America um,
0: it, well it, let wh- me go back to that let me go back to that thing I said I'll come back to them are they a one hit wonder band
1: they're not no um, this album was it was huge it was massive um, love action was a big single um they had uh, well, there was a couple there was a couple more singles from this but um
0: let me let me let me
1: redefine one hit wonder for you um no if, they weren't if i know let me finish let me finish because they because no it, apart from this album they had uh, a massive tune with fascination uh they had they've I've got it. well they i think you would recognize that one if you had. alexa
0: it. play fascination by the human league No, never heard of this.
1: Tell it to turn it up.
0: Turn Alexa. Yeah, Alexa. Stop. Yeah, I have heard of that. I have heard that song actually. Okay. That was good radio, wouldn't it? <laughs> so that was a massive
1: tune. They <clears throat> massive um one hit wonder, it by
0: definition is one hit, Sam. Now, here's where I'd like to ask you a question. If one of those hits is so huge and disproportionate to the success of the other records. Does that mean the band becomes a one-hit wonder? Now, before you answer, <coughs> I'm going to step out of the wilderness years into a period of time that I'm very happy with, and give you two examples. In my opinion, okay, the band mm. and the Mamas and the Papas. Now, what, their what's, main- what's wrong with you? Well, how, ma- how are either of those bands one-hit wonders? You absolute because lunatic. I bet you if you go onto Spotify, and I love both of those bands more than I'd like Charlie. Honestly, I fucking absolutely love them. But if you go onto Spotify, I guarantee you that California Dreaming and The Weight have superseded the sales of the other um, singles by so much that are they almost then a one-hit wonder band because they've taken their main one hit to a different level. No, And I've also got Dexys... And in my opinion, the Human League on here for the same reason. Now you're a moron. Um, okay. The they, you're not giving me anything. You're not going to give me. Uh, you're not going to even go. I know what you mean, but you're a moron. That's just a straight out moron. I can say that. Yeah, I know what you mean, but you are a moron. Um, that makes me feel better. It's <laughs> a, a nicer delivery. The
1: "Don't You Want Me" is a huge song. Yeah. It, it wasn't their only hit. Ergo, they're not a one-hit wonder.
0: Okay, give me an example of a one-hit wonder band. Uh, Bow Wow Wow. Okay, I've got no idea what that Exactly, means. You had... but you'd know we'll, the song. Well, pick one out of the Wildernesses that I can relate to at least.
1: Let's think. Well, you they, you they don't come to mind because there's nothing... There's th- Brim, Brimful of Asher? Yeah, I suppose you could say that yeah i suppose okay. you could which is makes me sad because i love corner shop but um but yeah that was a that was in, in order it, that was a hit they haven't had other hits they've had other songs that have charted but they've not sort of they've right. not they've not worried the top 10 i don't
0: think with anything else so a top t- so a a, a second i reckon i reckon i reckon number number 1 ten. number
1: 2 number 3 perhaps you know that's a hit I reckon a second song, a fascination. I reckon there's. I reckon. Let me let me look now. I reckon that there's
0: tunes off this because the mummers and the papas definitely had more than they probably had ten top tens. Love, Love
1: action. The the song before uh, the song two singles yeah. before went to number three. Okay. The next single, open your heart, went to number six. Don't you want me? Obviously went to number one. Yeah. Uh, then we're gonna go on to what's
0: going on there? but when when you're when, when you're single is that I mean the weight by the band right we, we, we're huge band fans we love them but there's probably not a single that you can think of Ragmama Rag was a single but there's no way that's done as well as the weight and been used in the countless films it's been used in no
1: but you're just talking about two different things you're talking about one hit wonders and you're talking about bands that have had a hot, uh, had a song that's been bigger than any other any other
0: <laughs> 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 is that what you think of my um, theory <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to do is, is I'm trying to make a new... So you've got normal bands like Oasis and Blur that release countless hits, and then you've got bands that don't release any hits like Blue Sky Research, and then you've got bands that release the odd hit, but what's it called when one is so disproportionately successful to the rest? What I think I need to invent. You know, I, you, I was going to say, do we need to have a name for it? It's just, just... <laughs> well, you know that I used to write to the Oxford Dictionary and try and sell words to them. <laughs> You're going to try for this. Can we bear in mind that one hit wonder isn't a word? No, like, a, like a, well, I said, well, they declined dechlorinate and cartrickmanship trickmanship from me, by the way. And I thought both words. Dechlorinate? Dechlorinate, when you remove chlorine from something.
1: How is that not a word anyway? It was not a word. Can you remove chlorine from things?
0: Well, I didn't think to try. Yeah, surely, <laughs> surely you can. Because that's fairly integral to whether or not a word should exist. <laughs> well, I took chlorine out of the dispenser earlier. A chlorine tablet for the hot tub.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's the same thing as what your word "dechlorinate." I mean, arguably, it's your word. So no, you, you, were, de-chlor- you, you were dechlorinating you the cupboard.
0: <laughs> um, all right, card trickmanship. Someone that shows a great level of um, card tricks would be said to have a high standard of card trickmanship.
1: I'd call them a cardsman.
0: Not, not, not someone. Yeah, but if that's that's you're not calling someone card trickmanship. It's it's a descriptor, isn't it? A noun or whatever verb, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but a cardsman has good cardsmanship. Yeah, but if he's doing card tricks, is it card trickmanship? No. Not even that one. Well, that's that. the Oxford Dictionary agreed with you, which annoyed me. But what I'm trying to do now is I th- I think that people are crying out to define this term, Charlie. I don't, I don't think you're listening to the people and they want to define a band that has a disproportionate Mate, if you sequel. if you come up with a good phrase for it, I'm, I'm all into it. I'll help you spread it. A big hit wonder? No, don't, don't forget that. Forget that. Let's move on. Let's try something. I'll, I'll come back with a better name for that. All well, right. maybe again we can open it up to the six <laughs> listeners, and uh, <laughs> if you can come up with a term, if you understand, they're what all
1: they're all probably shaking their head as well. So I shouldn't think they're going to be too desperate to work out a phrase. I was for wondering,
0: it. do you reckon anyone will agree with me on anything I ever say? Bertie, maybe he does love me. Well I feed him though. You can't. You can't really. Judge that. Anyway, let's get back to this proper surprise. By that, Charlie may have weakened me. I guess. I guess that's the point of this, to be honest. Um, I've got some scores for you. This is this is tremendously exciting. I've gone for, and this 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 will disappoint you. No. But I've gone for of all time. I've gone for six and a half out of ten. I'm not disappointed with that. I didn't, I didn't dislike this album. No, I thought, I thought it had some really good, well-written songs on it, and I've gone for seven point eight out of ten. And I don't know what can better this really, but I can't, I can't go higher. Seven point eight. I should probably go to eight out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna go eight out of ten. I'm, I'm gonna move it up 0.2 two. Eight out of ten for the Wilderness Years. And I can't believe a song that's got so little organic instruments, real instruments, however you want to dress it up, um, and is so engrossed. And almost celebrating the technology and the times of 1981. is getting it's such it's a good. It's, it's sorry, 92. 92, Are getting such good results from me, and it might be the surprise. Maybe, maybe that's jumped on me and gained some surprise points. But fair play to them because those first two songs, especially, and then a couple of others that I've I've mentioned. Well, really what, what did you?
1: What did you? I kind of, I kind of, um, I kind of uh, took over and, and ran off
0: with. Uh, Don't you want me? Do, what do you think of as it? it like a brilliantly well-written song? Yeah, you like. I it. think it's got. There's no way he didn't know what he was doing with that song.
1: And are you are you able to remove yourself from the prior kind of exposure?
0: I th- I think so. Yeah, because um, you c- you can really the good thing about electronic music is you can really hear all the parts. So when you're trying to analyse things, you can almost close your eyes and put things into box. I don't know. I can't explain how I do it. But I kind of put put things over there and over there and split them up I can hear them separately mm-hmm. without sounding too sort of rain man on you that's kind of what I do I think with the music and um, with electronic music it's really easy because there's such different noises it's not like a guitar and a cello and a violin that yeah. it all sort of blends in so you, you, I can really break it down and it's so well structured some it's really a, good playing on it isn't it considering yeah. that, considering a lot of electronic music really, of, of, the, of
1: the time was was like um, quite uh solid and stark and simple, you know, big stabs. There's a lot of intricate playing on this. There's yeah. a lot there's a lot of On that kind song of,
0: especially. Yeah. The bass line really walks around. as space, like I mentioned earlier. Hmm. Yeah. It's not those staccato sharp sort of like it's none of that in it. It's a proper that's a proper um Oh, that might might be a bass guitar to be honest with you it might, it might not be but it might be going through a load of stuff but There's, I think I like lo- bass I love, guitar
1: I love some of the sounds of the synths on this record they they sound amazing and the drums sound amazing as well I, I know you're never going to agree mm, with me agree yeah, on that
0: yeah uh, amazing and drums don't the drums aren't as poor as but but i think there's enough substance to these songs where if you were going to compare this and abc in terms of production in terms of i mean i'm guessing the time is close and those within a couple of years i can't remember what year the abc record came out but if you're going to compare what they're doing the substance to the songs on this album far far outweigh for me the, the substance of the songs on the abc album in quite an alternative way i know this was obviously one of the that uh, don't you want me sold more records than any all the ABC songs put together probably, but um, the the other songs on the album they're not they're not necessarily some of those chord some of the chord intervals again are really standoutish and odd and peculiar and that's what appeals to me I'm I'm into alternative music as a as a rule that's what me and you listen to isn't it generally mm. as opposed to pop and sometimes some of the way that these songs are written um I call it substance it's just more to my taste. And yeah, good. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I just really, I, I did dig this record. The first two tracks, honestly, I was driving down the M twenty seven. I was thinking, I really enjoyed that. That's weird. Then the next song came on. I was like, What is going on here? I really enjoyed that song. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, that I think there's like a, a minor third in, in chord interval. It's really nice the way it's delivered. I'm thinking, what's happening here? And then obviously the third song wasn't so good, and it brought brought it back down to earth. But. Um, I'm not, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd ever listen to it. I think out of all the records you've played so far, I know I said on the last episode that that bridge was the best piece of music that you've played me. Mm. Do you remember I said that about the... um Talk Talk, yeah. Yeah. That was probably because it sounded quite organic and nice and traditional. It sounded more like a song off of metal or something like that.
1: Sure.
0: Um, whereas this album is probably, I wouldn't go back and listen to that Talk Talk album. There wasn't enough in there to grab me to go back. Whereas if, because what happens is, Charlie, to digress slightly, is you've absolutely fucked my Spotify playlists up by making me listen to all these bands. (laughs) I quite like the mix one, two, three, fours they give you on Spotify. And you're getting loads of 80s now. And I'm just getting shit on there. (laughs) Like, and and luckily they kind of put it in, I think it's mix number two is all the 80s-ish stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I have to skip, like, oh, yeah, this song. Oh, fucking hell, Charlie, and I'll skip that song. I won't need to skip a few of these songs. Tons. And that's probably the highest um, acclaim that you can get from me, is I won't have to skip through them. I'm, I'm almost waiting for, um, what were they called it? Say there. I'm almost waiting for the things that dreams are made of and open your heart to um, fall into my mix spotify mix two and for me to go oh I like this one so yeah. congratulations
1: thanks man i'm happy about that um but i tell you what th- th- this might mean that um for this first series of of these uh conversations well you know i say first potentially only but this first
0: mm-hmm. i think i might have already won oh what you think you, the, the best of 10 best of uh, nine of course yeah best of nine because we had an intro so what's that make it then five something i think it might be mate I've got them in front of me.
1: So, Let's Can kind of Have Love, you're not having that.
0: No, no way, really, mate. Ocean Rain. Uh, I gave you that one. Yes, you did. That was uh, The Echo Boys. Lust for Life. Yeah, I gave you that one as well. I mean, a song, an album that's got that song on, I mean, Jesus, come on. Play Fair Sammy. Hounds of Love. I think I gave you it out of, an, not a sympathy vote, but out of an art. Did I give it here to you? You gave what Hounds of Love? I gave you that, yeah. Fully, yeah. Okay. Well, you so gave it 3-1. eight. You gave it eight
1: point five for the Wilderness Years. And of all time, you gave I don't know why you're going. You've gone into these weird decimal points. I've but got, you gave no, I've it got... You gave it six point nine.
0: I think we time. know what I was doing there. Um, <laughs> I yeah. Okay, so that's three uh, one. Then we had Purple Rain. Yeah, that quickly became three
1: two, to you still. Then we had the Man Machine by Craftwork, three all. Then Sam, we had Talk Talk. I gave you that, didn't
0: I? You did. That makes it four three. Yeah. Now and we've five, now we've done. Five, three. You're getting that. Yeah, I'm not changing my mind. You've got that. That's five three. Um. So what? Have we, what are we saying? There's one more episode this series. Yeah, man. Oh, cool. Well, then put me out of my misery. I know. I know that. Um, I can't. You know, get back into it, but. Let's play for pride, as they say. I've decided to go out uh, on a big one. Okay. Um,
1: now, this, for me, is an album that is one of the examples that I look to when I'm thinking that what you're talking is a load of horse shit. Okay. So it's kind of... An exception to my rule. This is a clear exception not, to my rule. Not not an exception to your rule, but the it, it, it's one that disproves your rule. It's because instantly, okay, sort of to my ears and to my kind of uh, mm-hmm. views, it does. And obviously, this isn't about my my kind of uh, hang-ups. This is. This, These are my hang-ups. This, this is about you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my problem. Um but yeah, it's but it's an album that is a hangover from a, a, an earlier time that that hasn't leapt into a whole new way of uh, recording. It's uh, it's incredibly strong. It was very successful. Um, it 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 had huge crossover appeal, uh, and 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 I'm almost convinced that there are songs on it that you like already without even kind of uh you know looking at the track listing. Um You think I'll know it? I'm 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 convinced that you'll know some of this, but then Christ I've been wrong before. Um it's a band that's been around for a long time at this point. From this uh, so yeah sorry, at this point it they had been around for a while. Uh but in different um incarnations um the album I want you to listen to this week and mm-hmm. come to me with your uh, with your lopsided opinions the on next Sunday is uh, nineteen seventy seven Rumours by Fleetwood Mac. You see <laughs> The trouble is Sam's furrowing his brown, rubbing his nose. Fleetwood Mac are Peter Green, aren't they? So it's a different band, mate. As far as I'm concerned, two different bands. Because okay. you know what, how I feel about Peter Green, you know how I feel about Man of the World and and some of those songs. Hmm. And to me, it's just two different bands.
0: Okay. I mean, okay, and it's Rumours, yeah. So that that, that didn't sound many records. That one did it.
1: No, it wasn't very popular. It, Quite an
0: it, underground album, isn't it?
1: It kind of snuck under the radar.
0: You can go your own way. That's, is that one, on there? that's
1: one of them, mate. You get ready. Own, own you get ready way. for I roll after I roll after I roll after I roll.
0: It, is it? Is it? Wilderness Years in terms of I know it's Wilderness Years in terms of its release, but is it of of that time still? It's not like a kind of like because like, I know how massive they were even before this album. Is that correct? Or was this the album that made them? Global this is the album that took them over stars? the edge. Uh, so they they, were, they weren't touring like while this album was kind of being made and i know that's a cop out but seventy seven okay
1: bearing right. in bearing in mind the wilderness years to your uh to your order they
0: begin in nineteen seventy five at the end of seventy five yeah um again what we have got here is you've got some um mixed sexed vocal Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there certainly is on
1: on different songs, but yeah, I think there's tunes where there's they certainly they they certainly sing at the same
0: time. They married, they broke up, they wrote songs about each other, and they had to sing them on stage. It was it was quite a peculiar uh, setup because Dennis Wilson was with um, is it Christy McVie or something? Is that her name? What's her name? Yeah, yeah, because they were together, weren't they? Don't know, man. I think I think Dennis Wilson was with her when he died. I think I think that I might have that again it's a fact it's bound to be wrong I obviously like Stevie Nicks is a sort isn't she so uh, isn't 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 like the girl in this band doesn't she have a boy's name and the boy have a girl's name uh eh Stevie Nicks like Stevie Nicks is a girl oh yeah Lindsay, Lindsay Buckingham and the boy's called Lindsay. I always thought that was a bit peculiar. <laughs> like, he should be called Steve and she should be called Lindsay. Like, obviously do what you want. Um, yeah, I, I, it, they they were, they were together, those two. Yeah, and I think that's who... Maybe they swapped names one night when they got drunk. You know, thought it would be fun. That could be where it came from. But isn't, isn't one of the most famous songs, like, he sings or something and it's basically slagging her off and then talking about his new bird or something?
1: I will let you listen to the album this week. Okay. And uh, and you can come come with
0: your uh, questions and opinions next next time. Um, is the chain on it? Yeah, is it? Because you know that you know what that just reminds me of now. Go and on. most people would be going off oh, Formula 1, but it doesn't remind me of Formula 1 at all. <laughs> it reminds me of um Radio 6, the um <laughs> McConey and um Radcliffe Maconey chain that they do. Yeah. Cuz they use it as the theme music. And it is a it's a banger in it. Well, it's one of those songs that... It's two songs, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes, sort yes, so of. So, it's yeah. a
0: song, yeah. and then it just breaks off into something else. It's yeah. Stairway to Heaven or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you... Ah, oh, Yeah, okay. Come on. It, I, I've got a feeling that it, 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 you might be right with this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find some stuff on here that I really like... Um, so, and what you're, I know, what you're trying to do is, well, you prick? You're trying to prove that my hang-ups the '80s, and not the late '70s. And this is another example. I go, yeah, I did really like this song, and then you'll say, right. So if you're going to, st- what, and what you'll say, I can always, see, or I can already see how you're going to close <laughs> series one. It'd be right. So what we're going to do? You're going to change the wilderness years now officially on paper to 1980, and then we'll start again. And I'll have to say, yes, I can see it already. It's like a really predictable shit tv show that's like soap,
1: soap opera
0: yeah i could just see it coming well look um i enjoyed today's chat i'm sorry if i went on a bit i think that's no, all one. good
1: man um I, did you uh did you tell your, your dad that you were gonna that we were doing this one no
0: I'm, I'm not telling anyone anything really um i think rob ed said something to me like oh uh tonight say this and i went mate we've recorded him like six weeks in advance what are you talking about <laughs> um but apart from that no i i, I don't I'll let him know we've done it, probably, yeah. rather than do it. So I think he's going to so be happy. Is he a fan of it, or was he just pointing out that it was a really representative um, album of the time? I think I don't think it's a band that stuck with him. I think he was probably quite into this album at the time, and he does believe it's truly representative. Yeah, but I don't think it's one that he puts on. And sort and, of, you know, yeah. as I say, I don't think he. I don't think he really sticks to much of the eighties music i think i think me and my brother's ingrained in the 90s on him so much that he's sort of if he chooses to listen to stuff it'll either be the who or probably 90s music probably yeah, yeah yeah Yeah. anyway i'll tell him that we spoke about this record and he will be oh christy and pro- he'll probably listen <laughs> nice one well hello sam's dad if you're listening i think he still listens i don't think he's given up on it yet i mean he's retired if the horses aren't racing then he'll probably You know, be listening to my podcast, (laughs) at least. (laughs) Hello, Dad. All right, nice talking to you. Yeah, cool,
1: man. Um, All right, enjoy, and I'll uh, talk to you next week. See you, man. Take care. In a bit. Bye.